parts of speech six. Zem, Zers, Zemself. Chris. What are pronouns? Those are pronouns, neo pronouns. You oh, have 16 no. parts of speech oh, six. Oh, lordy. Zem, Zers, Zemself. No. Chris. What are pronouns? Not Those are Jeopardy. pronouns, neo pronouns. They're you now have hitting 16. Jeopardy with the neo pronouns. If they would have called on me, I would have said uh, things that don't exist. Uh, neo pronouns, they say. All right, Damani Felder with me for five more minutes here. Here, here's the story, though, because, I mean, we, we can have fun and make fun of the left and, and look at their hypocrisy and everything. But I, I think that the larger story, when you get down to the bottom of it, is, I mean, this is true discrimination. They don't even want you to have a job. They don't want you to be employed. They want you removed from the workforce. They don't want you to be able to care for your family. I mean, that's what this really represents. That's, you know, they, they sit here all day long and cry victim. They sit here all day long and talk about, oh, the hardcore authoritarian extreme right. They're the extremist. They don't even want you to have a job. Yeah, and, and you know, the the crazy part of it, too, is that this is during Black History Month, mind you. And oh, these are the ones who are oh, going to march humanity. around and chant, oh, Black Lives Matter. And they excuse the behaviors of individuals out there who collectively bring down what it means to be black. And, you know, they're going to act like, oh, being a black, it's a monolithic experience and everyone is under underprivileged and oppressed. Uh, constantly, they know that's not the case. But here they are now that they're doing their best to attack an individual like myself, simply for giving them a taste of their own medicine. And I continue to find this policing of speech by the left to be reprehensible, even now in these times when we have individuals who, who will run around and have carte blanche to say whatever they want uh, against individuals on the right side of the aisle. They're the first ones to say, oh, you're not allowed to say this, you're not allowed to say that. But the minute that you actually show them what it feels like to be treated that way, they're the first ones to do their best to try to get you removed from your job. So it, it's a sad state of affairs in the country. And part of what I, I was mentioning even in the video that I released last night was the fact that these people don't even understand what words mean. They don't look up terms definition. They don't listen to anything. They have the attention spans of goldfish. So it's no wonder we're at this point in American history where we have the collective whole uh, engaging in the, these Marxist tactics in order to excommunicate and remove individuals they don't agree with. Even while out of the other side of their mouth, they continue to say that Black Lives Matter, amplify Black voices, and all this other crap that we've seen them espouse over the last several years. It's truly reprehensible to, to see. Did you share the video from uh, Michael McDemocrat whore on your uh, on your ex account? It's actually pretty hilarious. Uh, no, I didn't actually. It, people can find it if they look up. Uh, I think it goes by Tizzy Int uh, on uh, his social media platforms. I didn't share it. It's just a deep dive on this is who this person is. This is what he said. Oh my gosh, he's a terrible person. Uh, do, you, do you think he should represent this company that I work for? Even though I make it very clear in my bio that I, my opinions are my own. So I do my best to cover myself on that front, but they don't care. And let's make one thing very clear, Owen. The left does not want you to apologize, even if they deem you to run afoul of their policies. They don't care if you apologize. They're still going to come after you. They're still gonna find everything they can do uh, to cut you down to size, especially because you are the black person who doesn't act the way they want you to act. You know, We don't want the Thomas Souls. We don't want the Larry Elders of the world. We don't want the Ben Carsons of the world. I, in my own omnipotent wisdom as a liberal white knight, which is what this uh, tizzy int person is, who's more or less looks like an emo, grungy Santa Claus. Um, I dictate what you were allowed to say. So you slave need to get back in line and do what I tell you to do. Otherwise, I will make life as uncomfortable for you as possible, which of course is the internalized bigotry and racism of the left. That shows they have not changed from their days of old. There was no party switch and they will continue to behave this way for anyone who disagrees with them. Yeah, the American left, the American Democrats have never put down their whip 
but you know, I, I, look, I don't know. I, I could get into some of your personal life. I know a little bit about you, but you're, you're actually a very accomplished young man. I mean, he can sit here and do a deep dive into your life. You've accomplished a lot for, for a young man. I mean, what, what has this old bum done? Uh, not much. You know, he makes videos that on TikTok that appeal to the lowest common denominator of humanity. And he has this air of self-importance about him. I encourage individuals to go out there, to go to the Instagram profile, the TikTok profile, if you will, look up this tizzy individual, watch the video, and, and just realize these are the kinds of people we're up against. And it should light a fire in you to say, I'm going to go harder. And I would hope that, you know, if they do cut me down, and heaven forbid, that there'd be other individuals who would rise up in my stead to continue to lead the charge for freedom. All right, Damani Felder, thank you for joining us today. Keep me posted uh, with the developments here. The left is now coming for your job. That's interesting. They don't want a black man to work and provide for his family. Huh? Interesting stuff. We have products that will change your life that are amazing. I want to sell you products that really work so you want them again. But if you don't support us, we won't be here. Plus, you really need Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 95% curcuminoid. The strongest other top brands are 75, 80%. Nobody makes it 95. We went to the top, one of the top makers. We said, we want the strongest you can make. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 40% off, InfoWarsStore.com. We have Nitric Boost, 40% off. We've been selling Nitric Boost for a couple of years, never had it below 25 because there was hardly any profit there. We went to a place that gives us stuff just as good or even better. It's where we're getting it from and it's 40% off passing the savings on to you. Nitric Boost, you need to experience it, you need to take it. So InfoWarsStore.com for Nitric Boost and so many other great products as well, like TurboForce, 10-hour clean energy back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com, TurboForce. getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. third and final hour here of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, your election headquarters. I'm joined in studio now by Pastor Michael Petro, and he is the pastor of the Voice of Healing Church in Houston, Texas, also the author of Access Behind the Veil. And and you were actually down here a couple weeks ago, and I said, we got to catch up on the on the air. And uh, we talked about some some uh, interesting subjects of discussion that I wanted to bring you on today to discuss. But, but I want to first start with the illegal immigrant issue. When I'm covering this, when we go down south, whether it's uh, McAllen, Brownsville, El Paso, there's always a common thread that there are church institutions that are being used to facilitate the border invasion. And I think maybe there's a lot of well-meaning Christians or Catholics out there that think, well, this is the Christian thing to do. This is the right thing to do. Maybe they don't understand what's really going on. Why do you suppose that the church is being used to bring in this illegal immigrant invasion? And, and why doesn't there seem to be a pushback? 
Well, I think a lot of the problem is, like you say, there's a lot of people with good intentions. But what what I've seen, and I was just down actually in Eagle Pass, you have people coming across. There's so many things that are the immigrants are going through on their way to get to Eagle Pass. It's just, I mean, you're talking about rape. You're talking about, I just seen in, uh, an article where one girl, they found the semen of 25 different men in her. And I mean, how old was this girl? This girl was only in her, I think she was in her late teens. My God. And here we are in a situation where if the church is supporting something that is an illegal event, then we really need to stand up as a body and, and of Christ and say, hey, this, this is not right. This, this is just uh, something that is really uh, preposterous for the church to be supporting something like this. Uh, people coming from other countries. And we know that a lot of these people are not coming across legally, but in reality, uh, the reason why they're even coming across isn't legal. I mean, the the information they're giving the uh, Border Patrol, the information that they're giving our Body ICE deception. agents, it's all deception. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're seeing this all of a sudden. It, it, it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse with what's happening in our cities with all these uh People coming across, we're we're just starting to see the influx of what's happening. You know, uh, we go back to when the Cubans uh, uh, opened their prisons of illegal immigrants into South Florida, and crime went rampant for a season. And and we're seeing something at a much larger scale than what Cuba did. Venezuela, it's it's public information. Venezuela sent their prisoners to the southern border. Yeah, it looks like one of them just committed a, a, a brutal murder. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's what, what exactly what we're watching is something that every American citizen should be standing up and saying, uh, "Hey, this got to stop." Uh, a country without borders is not a country at all. And uh, I don't know if you just seen this. I was, you know, I, we came out of Southern California, and they found a bio lab there with a Chinese uh, scientist that was making Ebola. And different things. They're right there in Southern California. Right, and, yeah. and they're saying he had several other labs. So all of a sudden that's being hushed up. Can you imagine? Yeah, and it was a really like sketchy facility too. Like oh. it didn't like it didn't look like he was even going through any protocols when he was running this deal. No, 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 no. I mean, that type of a facility should have been all enclosed in the room that they're doing the experiments in. This was just done in a warehouse. It looked like it was a, like a meth lab or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the scary thing is... Can you imagine Ebola being released in Southern California? You imagine the damage that would happen, and and now we're not even hearing about it? I, I think the American public deserves more than that. Well, and here's what I've noticed, because I've gone to, well, we have a lot of this in Austin. If you drive around to some of the churches in Austin, and I don't know if it's like this nationwide, but if you if you drive around, you'll see some churches, including a main establishment church downtown, and they put the gay flag up, and they they have all the the leftist propaganda, Democrat Party propaganda. They put it up in banners on the side of their buildings. They put it on their marquee every time. And and I've even noticed in a more specific instance where I went to a church in San Antonio that was doing a drag queen story time for kids, and we went there and filmed it and exposed it. And I ended up having a conversation with the pastor, and it kind of hit me in that moment because I I grew up in a in a Catholic community. I went to a Catholic grade school. I know what priests are like. I know what members of a congregation are like. I know the vibe. I know the feel. Mm. And it and it hit me talking to this guy. I was like, wait a second. 
you're not even a man of God. You're, you're, not, you're just a complete phony. You're some leftist that infiltrated this church. I don't know if you're using it for a tax deduction or if it's some weird thing where you want to just conquer this, this religious group. But I, 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 it hit me in that moment. I was like, you're not a man of God. You, you don't know anything about the scripture. You're, you're in here using the church for some other reason. I mean, I feel like that's what's going on. There is a leftist occupation, quite literally, mm. of the church now. Yeah, I just actually got a call from a pastor up in uh, Pennsylvania where a friend of his went to a uh, a bingo night at a church, an Episcopal church. And when he got in there, it was literally a uh, a transgender night where they were doing bingo with transgender men half-dressed. And I was just, he told me what happened, and he was standing there, and he was like, this is not right. And you know what they did? They jumped the guy and beat him up. I said, transgender bingo. Transgender bingo. That's a new it's, one. It's so, <laughs> can you imagine? But I just can't imagine going to church and you say, this isn't right, right? And then you get beat up for saying it. If you know, I mean, what church operates like that? So. But see, it's one thing to say the church is for everybody. We want everybody to hear the message of God, right? But it's another thing for that to be the agenda, for just saying, no, yeah. we're celebrating this. We're, we're, we're making this part of our culture now. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, Jesus talks about it. The apostles talk about it that, you know, he said they say that these people will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Right. Uh, When we start looking into the scriptures, the reality of it is, is that the church is supposed to be a hospital for the sick and uh, people don't come in there to push their agenda. They come there to be transformed. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things it's, it's not like, Hey, I mean, everybody has problems. Everybody comes to the church a sinner. But it's not supposed to be that you come into the church and you're trying to transform the church into your identity. The church is about transforming people into the identity of Jesus. And that's what the church is about. That's what it should be about. And nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, and I think that now it's the opposite. It's saying we're going to take the congregation— and we're going to say, you're accepting this culture now. You're going to be rescued by the leftist culture. You're going to be rescued by the LGBTQ tolerance love wins propaganda. It's the reversal of that. It's the inversion. Well, I think a lot of pastors are not really willing to stand up and say, hey, this is wrong. I mean, I'm I'm still waiting for the church to stand up and do something. I see too many churches that they just sit down and uh, they're not willing to make waves. They're not willing to... Uh, uh, you know, say something. And I think a lot of it is because of the uh, 501c3s yes. and the government pushing on them that way. But, you know, if you go back to the original constitution, like we did, there's provision there made for churches. So when we, when we see that, when we understand that, you know, what is, what is, what is happening? Uh, the church was already established as a, as a uh, identity that it would give, you know, tax breaks you don't you don't even need those 501c3s but yeah, yeah. Are people, that was a are, way that was a way to conquer the church that was a way for the government to conquer the church really and i'm saying that because it's like okay you want to say something as a pastor get out of the old you know or get out of what you're doing right now with being hooked into the government and get into you know what was originally created in this country for us to have free speech and say what had to be said by the way and i don't want to go too much into this but you know people try to bastardize you know, they love to use the Constitution or the Bill of Rights when they can. They, like, the left will want to get rid of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, but then they'll try to bastardize it or, or massage it whenever they think they can use it. Like, um, in the First Amendment with the expression of, or the establishment of religion, I, I think they bastardized this 
and I've kind of thought about this over the time, when they talk about the establishment of religion, I think what they mean is it's a religion that's already established, meaning you can't just make up some religion and just say, oh, this is my religious now and you can't touch me because it's my religion. I, I, but that's just more of a philosophical thing. I, I want to ask you a question. I want to do a bit of a, we'll call this like a, a bit of a test here, just, just to, so people understand what's going on. Now, do you know who Lakin Riley is? I don't know. No. You don't know Lake and Riley? No. Okay. Do you know who Elizabeth Medina is? I don't know. What about Kayla Hamilton? I've heard the name, but I'm not sure. Okay. George Floyd? Yeah, definitely. Do you know who George Floyd is? So the three girls I just mentioned were all brutally murdered in potentially in an attempted rape by illegal immigrants. Yeah, no, I, I heard about the one girl that just recently had Yeah, that was Lake and Riley. But see... The whole purpose of this exercise is that's how the mainstream media propaganda works. They don't talk about these names. I mean, I could do another one. There was a, uh, a police officer who just got brutally murdered as well. Officer Ella French, she gets brutally murdered, and the left is actually supporting the killer, saying that the killer was the victim because it's a police officer. She's inherently bad. We don't hear these names. These people don't get immortalized. They don't get celebrated. Nobody... In the mainstream media wants to make that a household name, but everybody has to know about George Floyd. It's the same story. It's all anti-American leftist propaganda. Well, you know, the only way that can shift, again, I mean, one of the biggest institutions in the United States is the church. And the church has to get back into the political side. And when we talk about the separation of church and state, it's not talking about the 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 church staying out of state business. It's about the state being out of church business. It was, we were given that opportunity and the, by the founding fathers of this country that we had a political say, that we could say something. I mean, if you go back to all the original constitutions and the laws of the original 13 colonies, it's the church, the church, the church. And now we're in a situation that if the church does not get involved, there will not be a church in a very, in a very short amount of time because they're desecrating everything right now that the church needs to do and needs to be. Well, do you think that goes back to what you were saying earlier? Because I think one of the biggest issues that should be an obvious stance from the church would be pro-life. I mean, that shouldn't even be up for debate. I would feel like the church should be very outspoken about that, yet yeah. there's kind of a, a vacuum of silence there. Do you think it's for the same reason? All these churches are afraid to say anything that might be against the government now in, in some way, shape, or form because they'll lose their status. They'll lose their tax-exempt status, so they, so they censor their speech. Well, that's, that's definitely one part of it, and I, I really feel like a large part of it is a lot of the pastors are just not willing to step up and say something. There's just this timidity factor that's there, and I, I really believe our country needs a revival. I, I believe there needs to be an awakening in the church right now. And and thank God there's been a lot of prophecies in the 1900s and the 1950s about a massive move of God that would happen at this time. Uh, a man by the name of William Seymour and William Parham that started revivals back in the 1900s. Around 1910, they both prophesied several uh, different areas of the country that in about 100, 110 years, which puts it about now that there'd be a massive move of God, and it would shift things in our country. And if you go back and you do study on the end of the age, and we're definitely there at the end of the age, this end of the age these end of the age prophecies are not talking about the end of the world. Uh, I, I, I love what, what, uh, what these men talked about. They talked about how that there would be so much darkness in the earth. There would be so much darkness in the church.
that all of a sudden this light would come in and it would begin to remove the darkness. It would begin to remove what's happening right now in the world. And there would be this awakening that would happen. And, um, you know, um, I think we're right now on the verge of that awakening. It's a very interesting uh, prophecy in the early church. They prophesied about what was called millennialism. And they believed in the way that the earth was created in six days, that every day was symbolic of a 1,000-year period. So the earth was created in six days. Well, from the time of Adam to the time of Jesus was 4,000 years or four days. And from the time of Jesus till now is two days, 2,000 years. So we're there. We're at the end of 6,000 years. We're in the time that not only do the, do, do the Jews believe this, the early church taught this heavily, but we're in the time of that Reformation. And, uh, you know, we're really in the season where, where we're getting ready to see something so massive that Paul, the apostle, says, I hasn't seen it, ear hasn't heard it. And I think, really, that's one of the only ways we're going to see a solving of the problems that we have today. Oh, boy, don't bring the Jews into this now. <laughs> now, now, now we're getting controversial. But, you know, you, you, you said something earlier about if we continue along this path with the illegal immigrant invasion that eventually— because here's the way I'm looking at it. It's likely, it's very likely, 99.9%, I'm going to get home safely tonight. Mm. You're, you're, you and your team is going to get to your destination safely tonight, and probably none of our friends or family or loved ones will suffer from a violent crime at the hands of a criminal that crosses our southern border, a violent criminal. But every day that nothing is done to address this, the odds increase that that's going to be your family. Just yeah. ask the family of those girls that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. they, th that is a reality for them. Well, I, I, you know, the, the, the violent side of this is happening all over. We're not even hearing half the stories. You know, a lot of this stuff, I'm watching it all the time. It's being covered up. I have, you know, we have police officers. We have people within our congregation that we receive information from. But I, I was just recently listening to an interview of uh, Candace Owens, and she was in, her, uh, she was in a huge uh, uh, auditorium with a bunch of uh, BLM. And, I, and she just went at it with them, right? She said something that really caught my attention, Owen. She said, we are in a time now that we have four, maybe five years before all you, all, all, everybody in that room is silenced. It won't matter what they have to say. It won't matter what their theology is or, or what their background is. She said, if you don't make a change now, we're coming to a point that there won't be a change. And and that was something that really rung up, rung out to me. It was something that was uh, a major uh, awakening for me. I know I'm around a lot of people that, especially in the in the black community, a lot of black people that come to our church, they're they're uh, conservative. They're about you know conservative ideals, conservative understanding. But you know I tell them you need to get the message out. You need to go talk to people. You need to talk to your family. But the crazy thing is more and more of the black community is coming into the conservative movement. And, uh, but I think we need a lot more, a lot faster. Well, it's definitely happening and it's really just common sense. I think the illegal immigration issue has probably been the biggest, uh, pivot point because, you know, they've been told by the Democrat party that they have their back. They're going to be the ones that are going to support you when you mm. vote for them. And then they see the illegal immigrants getting precedent, not to mention, all the constant war overseas that we continue to pay for that they all want to vote for. But, you know, here's the other issue on that. And, Pastor, uh, don't you think that 
now is the easier time. Now is the easy time when you can speak up. If, if five, ten years from now, you know, that's what frustrates me because I, I, have, I have friends that have political differences from me, and they kind of joke celebrating my incarceration and whatever. But it's like, you don't understand. This isn't about me. You're going to be next. Sure. You're going to be next. And if you don't stand up for free speech, my free speech, the person you dislike or disagree with now, then in five, ten years, you're not going to have a voice. You, it's exactly. e Supporting this now, fighting against this authoritarian now is is easy compared to what it's going to be like in a decade. Well, you know, I mean, what's happened to you is going to happen on a much broader scale, especially to the church, especially to pastors. That's the first, you know, uh, organizations they're going to go after. Because why? Because they have such a, a broad a broad uh, amount of people to, to meet with, to talk with. In that, you're going to see, I mean, we've seen it happen in, in all the communist countries as they broke away from uh, their previous governments that the first people they went after was the, the church. And if, and if the church can't wake up and the, and the church can't see this, then something really is wrong because this is a, a huge uh, red, uh, red flag right now. I mean, it's out there. It's very evident to see the things we see, you know, happening in the legal system. I, honestly, I think they need to happen in order to show people, I don't care how stupid you are, or how dumb you are, can't you see what's happening within this two-tier system that we have right now? You know, we need to wake up. You know, and I'm and I'm not I'm not saying, hey, you got to come over to our side and 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 just believe everything uh, that's going on over here. But there has to be a, a joining of the minds between both parties again. We've gotten to the place where we don't even talk to each other. There's such a huge rift and so uh, such a great divide in our country. And, and uh, we need to get away from that inability to not to talk for people to start sitting down and talking again. Well, here's kind of proof of what you're talking about. The gap between Democrats and Republicans on perceived economic performance has never been wider, according to polls. So if you asked a Democrat of, of, you know, was Trump, was the Trump economy successful? They say, no, it was the worst. Now you ask a Democrat, is the Biden economy successful? They say, no, it's the greatest. And, of course, that's flipped for, for Republican voters. Mm. So that's kind of what you're talking about right there. It's, it's, this, it's this chasm. But, but really, it's like we live in two different worlds. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's like we live in two different worlds entirely. Yeah. It's, I mean, the, the only way I can even look at that and summarize it is, well, this is just massive mind control. Sure. That's what this is. It's massive mind control. Well, if you look at everything from a spiritual perspective, when we talk about the word spiritual, it, it literally means the way we think, the way we understand things, the way we're being manipulated and uh, our thoughts. So when, when you look at our time, actually, in the book of Revelations talks about an angel that's released. It's called Abaddon. His name, literally, when you look at the purpose of this angel, is to cause division. So, and I said this several years ago, I said, I believe that right now we are in a situation where this angel of destruction, this angel of division has been released into the earth because I've never seen people more divided over, over the issues, over everything that's going on, not only within our country, but I've, I've been fortunate to be able to travel around the world. It's crazy how many people around the world are seeing the same thing and, and people are waking up to it more and more, but we're, it's just not a physical battle that we're in on. We're in a spiritual battle right now and people need to wake up to what that battle is and, and I, I hate to say it, the people that are more debased in their way of thinking are more accessible to these type of spiritual warfare. Well, I realized 
when I went out on the streets, and people always ask, well, why don't, why, don't, why don't you go out on the streets and do field reporting anymore? Well, A, I'm under federal probation. I, I can't even leave the county right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but B, it's not even really safe for me to go out anymore. I go out with a mic now. I mean, I get assaulted. Like the last five times I've gone out with a mic, I've been assaulted. Mm-hmm. And the police don't really do anything to protect me, unfortunately. And their hands are tied by, by some of these leftist judges and district attorneys. And so... I get it, but that was one of the things I realized. When I go out in the field, I mean, specifically the most obvious examples would be when I go to pro-abortion rallies. I'm not just going there and I'm not just dealing with politics. I mean, you immediately feel the spiritual nature of it. You immediately feel the spirit that's driving them. And, and I think that they kind of feel it from me too. It's not to say I'm some sort of you know holier-than-thou person. I don't, I don't project myself in that way. But the fact that I'm coming there without hate in my heart like, they immediately recognize that. I mean, I'll go to an abortion rally, and, and, and the, these women will come up to me and say, I love Satan. I help Satan. Just right out of the gates. We'll be right back. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, Bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, Just started taking that, and... uh... Boy, three pills, the uh, recommended dose, I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, Foundational is the right name for that product because I've, I've cut down to one. And, uh, it, it, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid. And a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. Okay, it's true. I stayed up late last night, so I had half the turbo force this morning. The vitamins, the minerals, the amino acids. The vitamins, the minerals, the amino acids. The vitamins, the minerals, the amino acids. The vitamins, the minerals. That's turbo force. Five different types of caffeine doesn't have a crush. Five different types of caffeine. 
The year is 2030. The World Economic Forum's agenda unfolds, ushering in an era where AI seeks to dominate. In this world of steel and algorithms, there's a ray of hope for humanity. It's bodies from InfoWarsStore.com. This revolutionary blend of ancient herbs and modern science stands as a symbol of resistance. It's not just about combating inflammation. It's about making your body feel invincible in the InfoWar. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and order yours before the sale is terminated. Receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Delving deep into the heart of globalist plans, it's Owen Schroyer. All right, this is wild. I'm talking in the break here with my guest, uh, Patrick Michael Petro. Find out more, michaelpetro.com. He also has an X account at Michael. Is it Michael Joe? J O Petro? J. Michael Joe Petro, yes. And then. Of course, vohradio.com, vohnews.tv, and that's how you can learn more about the Voice of Healing Church in Houston, Texas, which, by the way, we could talk about Houston, Texas. That city has some problems. My goodness, are there some problems. Most people don't talk about that. Uh, but anyway, we're sitting here in the break, and we're talking about the Pope, and I, I was mentioning this new auditorium they have, and it's like a bunch of demons behind the Pope. And then you were like, no, 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 it's actually worse than that. So, so the crew will put the images on the stage or on the screen here from the stage. The whole thing is a serpent. The whole thing is a snake. Yeah, if you look right between it, right in the center there, uh, you can see the fangs coming down. And you, that your your staff had the other picture up behind that. Uh, literally, that's where the Pope sits, and he does meetings. So, like he, he sits on the snake's tongue because that's like a snake's tongue coming down. Literally. Uh, literally, even if you take a look at the top of this thing, it's the, it's a snake head the way it's designed. It was meant to look that way. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, if you there, if you look behind, look look at the his his chair is right there where he sits. Look at the at the sculpting behind him. It looks like demons coming up out of hell. I mean, there's no you can't miss this. And uh, I'm shocked more people aren't you know, don't know about it, but in reality, it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's saying a lot. It's, it's saying what's happening. So there's the, the other view. So it looks like a snake, no matter which angle you look at it. Yes. Yes. And this is the Pope, uh, uh, Pope, I think Paul, was it auditorium, the Paul, the sixth auditorium. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's, it's, it's a newer, it's a newer construction. So it's, you know, part of the, the corrupted Catholic church now. It's like, why wouldn't you go with something more traditional? Like, what is that massive church they have in Spain? Uh, La Familia, I think, or something. What is it called? I'm pretty sure that's it, yeah. yeah. Sagrada Familia. Yeah, it's like this big, beautiful building. And it's like, then they give you this demon snake sculpture. That the, 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 the Pope is sitting right in the mouth of it, right? That's crazy. He's I, on the tongue. If, if you could actually, you know. Built in 2007, it looks like. If you can show the picture where he's sitting there on the on his chair, uh, when you look behind him, it, it literally looks like there's demons coming up out of hell. And uh, they try to talk, they try to say it has something to do with the resurrection of Jesus. 
But in reality, I mean, what does Jesus have to do with the serpent? I don't other see than Jesus the... anywhere there. Nothing there <laughs> reminds me of Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. Well, there you go. If you can see in that that photograph, there. that's wild. It it's is. It's always worse than we think. Oh, it's like it's like yeah, this uh, the Pope sits in front of a bunch of demons coming out of hell. It's mm -hmm. like well, actually, it's the serpent's mouth that he's preaching from too. Yeah. And then oh, you yeah. zoom out, and it's even worse than you thought. Well, think about it. If if he's preaching out of the serpent's mouth, what does that say? What what is that really talking about? I mean, the serpent represents deception. So when when you're talking about you know him preaching from the serpent's mouth, is is this a, a, a it, you know the Bible talks about before the Lord will do anything in the earth, He will first reveal His secrets to His servants, the prophets, right? So literally, the prophets will begin to prophesy what's getting ready to happen. And then as that begins to unfold, you begin to realize, oh, these guys were, this guys are, or these guys were true prophets because they're proclaiming what God's getting ready to do. But a lot of people don't understand in Satanism, what Satanism did is took the Bible and basically took, you know, thou shalt not lie and, and, and said, thou shalt lie. Thou shalt, you know, thou shalt be holy. Thou shalt live the way you want to live. So they literally took the Bible, Anton uh, LaVey and Aleister Crowley, and they began to switch it, right? And that's where they got to satanic scriptures. They didn't get it from any other writings other than the, the Holy Scripture that was, that was changed. So now you got to ask yourself, okay, who's Satan's prophets? And you guys do it all the time. You don't even realize you're doing it. When you say, you know, how does the Simpsons know that Donald Trump was going to run for president, walk down a, you know, the, 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 uh, the stairway and come down and, and proclaim, you know, hey, I want to run for the president of the United States. We watch movies all the time that are prophesying to, to the world, and it's Satan's way of getting out his prophetic message and saying this is what we're getting ready to do. And people don't understand, how do they know all this? Well, you have to understand who they're being led by also because I watch it on a, on a continual basis where there's a movie that comes out and they're saying this is, this is what's getting ready to happen. And sure enough, you know, within a year or two, you'll see it. Well, there was just that movie that was essentially a frame-for-frame -frame depiction of the chemical disaster in East Palestine, Ohio. Yes. I mean, it was virtually the exact same thing, frame-for-frame. -frame. I think that film came out um, just a few years before yeah. the disaster happened. It was probably filmed a few years before that. So we're talking maybe five, ten years, and then boom, it happens. And that's why people are freaked out because they notice that. And now they're freaked out with that latest film that Obama just uh, produced, the Obamas. And I think people kind of overrepresent how much say the Obamas actually have in any of these films. I don't think they have any. I just think their name goes on it. But nonetheless, mm -hmm. uh, Leave the World Behind, where it depicts this giant catastrophic event that basically collapses the United States. And now people are like, oh, is this what you're talking about? Is this a Satan's prophecy? Well, there, there, there's a movie coming. I was I went to the movies a couple months ago, and I there's a movie coming out here. In a few months, it's called Civil War. Yeah, right. Yeah, everybody's it, talking about that. Yeah, it's about California and and Texas breaking away from the United States and other states, and 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 I don't think people realize that there's there's red flags happening right now, and and you know there is this spiritual war going on, and I think people need to wake up to that spiritual war. There, there's the top of that auditorium. So even from the outside, <laughs> they have yeah. it even next to the snake here. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's uh, we're trying to figure out exactly. So it looks like the original construction was 1971. I don't know what types of renovations they've done in recent. It looks like there were some other dates there. 
They also put the solar panels on top too, to you know sell you that false prophecy mm. that uh, that that somehow that quote unquote green sustainable energy is the answer when everybody knows it's not. The the, the data's out. It's it's just simply not. But yeah, I, I just wonder. And it's right there in a what appears to be kind of a traditional Italian area with other traditional Italian architecture, and they put that ugly snake head in there. They don't even make like a beautiful traditional Catholic church. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely it's definitely to be, depicting uh, the serpent, and you know uh, what I read in the Bible, literally the the enemy to the uh, to humanity is the serpent. Uh, interesting. Uh, we really need to understand. We need to wake up to things that are really happening, and uh, what's really happening in our world. What's happening in the church? And I mean, how can you walk in there and sit in there? How could you be those nuns that are sitting there and not see what's going on? I mean, it's, feel, it's amazing to or me. Or feel what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the whole, the whole uh, uh, movement of the Catholic Church right now is in a very, it's in a decline. It's, in, it's, it's ending in the wrong direction. Yeah, and the Pope is doing nothing about it. And, and bishops, and in fact, you were telling me about a father, James Altman, and I'm sure I'd seen the story before, but you were reminding me that he got removed from the Catholic Church for speaking out against the vaccines, right? Yeah. Uh, well, he, yeah, not only the vaccines, he was speaking about a lot of things, laws that are being pushed right now. You, you have to realize, in, you know, in, in the Catholic Church, time moves like syrup. You know, the things they do, the decisions they make are, are tens of... 20 years apart, they've made more decisions probably in the last five years than they've made in the last hundred years, maybe 200 years. And, and in reality, when you take a look at these decisions and the things that are being pushed, it's, it's, uh, it's wicked. Well, and that's what it used to be. That's what smart institutions would do. It was, they would make it hard to make changes because that can be dangerous. We see the same thing politically in America you know, it used to be really hard to get a bunch of things done. Now the president, as Obama said it, hey, I got a pen, I got a paper, I'm just going to be a dictator. Biden doing the same thing now. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're, there's, that's their agenda and that's what they're pushing. All right. The great thing, though, about that, they can be erased quickly. Yeah, that's true. And maybe, uh, maybe that'll happen. Pastor Michael Petro is my guest. One more break, one more segment. I mean, just look at the beauty architecture there. And now uh, Satan is occupying it. It's really unfortunate. Folks, we've got incredible products you need. They're game-changing. I've got great products because I treat you like I want to be treated. Plus, that's just how I always operated. As I got older and smarter, I went, wow, that's a good business system to sell people supplements that really work well because then almost everybody that orders the products reorders it. But that's not how the globalists operate. They'll put out some drug that kills you and then run a bunch of advertising for it and just switch to another drug. Well, we got a lot of great products right now. Big sales been sold out for almost six months. Body's ultimate turmeric formula, 95% humanoid. Average turmeric pills are 5 to 4%, 4 to 5%, and they still work. I don't know why they don't go concentrated. I don't know why they don't give them something that works 50 times better. I mean, literally, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, I just said 50 on top of my head. If something's 5% versus 95%, that's almost 50 times stronger. 20-something Tommy. The, the point is, it's a lot stronger, ladies and gentlemen. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is available for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com right now. And everybody, 
should be tagging it. And, and everybody should be supporting the broadcast. I mean, we're doing really important work here, and we don't get globalist funding. We're funding people like you. So this is your broadcast. It belongs to you. The, the ball's in your court. You've got all the cards. I'm in your hands. We've got great T-shirts, Team Humanity T-shirt, the nuclear family on it, Infowars.com, 1776. Uh, we've got the uh, new Gadsden flag combined with red, white, and blue uh, design I did that I think is a great shirt. Those are at Infowarsstore.com. We also have Nitric Boost, now 40% off because we found out that who was manufacturing it for our manufacturer and went there and got a discount. So instead of 25% off, I'm offering a sale of 40% off, passing the savings on to you. Cleans out your blood, your whole body. Everybody needs this. Take action now, Nitric Boost, Infowarsstore.com. It's about to sell out. Next level foundational energy that has the breakdown of methylfolate, that is the breakdown of folic acid, that is the engine of your cells. So it doesn't have a stimulant effect like Adderall or caffeine does. That just stimulates the neurons. This just cleans out the cells and gives them more energy, and it's another level of energy. When I forget to take it, I really feel it. So I know you're going to love it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Also, it's been sold out for a while. It's back in stock discounted. And this is a stimulant with a bunch of amino acids, key compounds. Memory and focus, super powerful nootropic. Turbo Force is time release. So it hits you in 30 minutes, but lasts up to 10 hours without the letdown. Turbo Force, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now, we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best tasting, best smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game changing. All you gotta do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're gonna be hooked, which will then fund our operation a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake Up America. And finally, the best tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. It's, it's truly amazing. But we were also talking about in the break here, you know, these artists, quote-unquote celebrities, the stars, fallen stars, selling their souls to Satan. You were mentioning the Bob Dylan interview where he said that. On, six, on 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes. But there's also been, I, I'm going to go down a list here, and, and you were talking about Jimmy Levy saying the same thing, but there's also 
There was that one former young girl, a Disney star. I forget her name. She came out, and a friend was just filming her talking. She was like, she was like, yeah, I was. She was big on Disney, and then they started trying to do Satan rituals on her. She had to leave. There was that other young girl, Whoa Vicky, talking about how they do these weird blood sacrifice parties, and she was like, okay, I'm not into this. Even the Island Boys, which there's a lot of wild conspiracy theories out there about them, uh, even when they were coming up and getting famous, they came out in interviews and said, yeah, we had to sell our soul to the Satan, and we regret it now. We regret that that's what we had to do to get this fame, but now here we are. And these are what the children of America are supposed to look up to and be influenced by. Yeah. Well, the, uh, obviously, that's part of the agenda. You know, it's just not about... Uh... It's not about just uh, the selling your soul. Any one of those people could repent and literally give their heart to Christ, but it would take a full commitment. You know, um, there is power behind it. One of the things that Jimmy Levy said to me, he said, there is power behind what these people are doing. And Jimmy said, I never felt that kind of power until I went there. And he goes, and I realized it was real. It wasn't just, you know, just a ritual or just a, you know, here, come and do this and, and you know, to be one of us. He could feel there was another force there, he said. And when he seen that, he said, I don't, I don't want any part of this. And actually, Jimmy turned down a, lo- a large sum of money to, to, he's to, very serve, talented. to serve the Lord. I mean, he's very, you know, I, I appreciate him. He's to turn down what he turned down, showed me the commitment of his heart to serve Jesus. So, you know, but. This is all stuff that's happening right now. This is not something that is, uh, you know, make-believe or conspiracy. This is real-time events. And uh, honestly, I mean, we need to wake up to all. There's a a bigger agenda than just, you know, a few things that are going on right now. Well, and, you know, you you go back to, like, 60s, maybe 70s is is the better decade to look at this, but— when, when rock and roll mu- music was becoming popular and, and kind of heavy rock and heavy metal and like ACDC and they'd wear the devil horns and it was kind of this play on this whole institutional of, oh, rock and roll satanic or whatever. And and that was kind of the big issue. Well, that was more, I think, some teasing. There's probably some real stuff there. But now the people they put in front of these children like Lil Nas, they don't hide it. They're not putting devil horns on themselves to troll Christians or something. They're doing full-on satanic rituals in music videos, and then they're pushing them on the internet algorithms to get billions of views, and so the children children can see that. Yeah, I mean, it's scary. And that's a talentless... Jimmy Levy has a hundred times the talent that Lil Nas has, but one sold his soul to Satan, the other didn't. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, what are they going for? What, what, I mean, across the board, they're trying to infect our younger generation. They're doing it from the schools. They're doing it by the books they're putting in schools. They're putting in in the videos. You know, it, it's across the board. You know, I, I have a friend of mine. He used to be a Satanist priest. And I brought him over to the church one time to share his testimony. And uh, he's very well known. But... Uh, he said, you know, when he was a Satanist priest, he said, if you call Satan or if you call those demons, they'll come to you. So people flippantly say stuff and they don't realize those spirits are attracted to, to when you call them. And again, this is a spiritual war. We're in a spiritual fight. And, and there's so many things, Owen, that are crossing over. I mean, we could get into so many things right now that all are saying the same thing that, you know, I... 
you, you have to wake up to it. You have to say the war that we're in right now is just not a political war. I mean, if you're going to cut the head off the serpent, really, you've got to start from the spiritual side of it. And, and uh, the other side's doing it. The other side is doing it. There's people in our government that are doing it. The papers, the papers have been out on those people. And, and you know, I mean, I mean, when, when uh, think about when Biden had his inaugural speech, how eerie it was, how, how dark it was. And, I and, wonder what how dark his State of the Union address coming up is going to be. Well, I, I don't know, but you know these are these are those things that we have to pay attention to. Yeah, that's the uh, the movie that Dave Grohl with the Foo Fighters did, talking about how he kills all his bandmates. I think it's called like Hotel Six Six Six, and then unfortunately Taylor Hawkins right there on the screen ends up dying, uh, likely a, a vaccine side effect. He was bullied into taking that, but. You know, when you talk about, have you? I don't know if you've seen the movie Nefarious, but it's all about demonic possession, and I and I think that there's a very real thing. I mean, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna show you an individual that I think is demonically possessed here. Well, I've, I've cast demons out of people all over the world. So okay, it, well, it's then, a real deal. Then let's look at this. This is MSNBC's Joy Reid. You just take one look, and she looks like a demon. But then you listen to what she says, and it's just totally confirmed here in clip five. The United States has a population of north of 327 million people. Why do we need more kids? I mean, your party, Senator Tuberville, is the one screaming Why do you need more kids? that 10 million immigrants, which I don't even know that that number even makes any sense because it doesn't, um, have streamed the, into the, the country since data Joe Biden has been president. And you're claiming that that's too many people, that if more people come into the southern border, this is some sort of crisis. So, because we, right, we've got we get the point. This woman needs to have demons see. cast out of her. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think? I, I think she got issues. You know, I, uh, I was listening to a lady that was on, uh, uh, she was a black Democrat, and she was on Sid Roth's show. She literally said she went through a deliverance to come out of the Democratic Party. And when I heard her testimony, she said she was over the toilet throwing up for hours uh, when she needed to be set free. From like an exorcism. Stuff. Like an exorcism, yeah. Uh, I've seen people slide on the floor, slither on the floor like snakes. I've seen I see, I see many of those things. I see liberal hosts do that on TV every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except they're on a news you, desk. You, you know, it, you, it, it's there. It's, and it's all over the world. And it's here in the United States, too. But, but imagine, I mean, that's in the Bible, be fruitful and multiply. But, but, but imagine, it's just like, oh, what do you mean? There's, we have enough people. We don't need kids. Has you, have you never, like, held a newborn? Sure. Like, have you never been around a, a, a child? Don't you have family? Have they never? I mean, it's just like, how could you even, how can you hate the children? You know, that's what it is. How can these people hate the children? They love abortion. And they hate the children. They want to hit the children with all this BS. Trans kids, you're gay, you're this, you're the other. You, you might be a camel. It's like they hate children. Well, if you think about all those things, what, what do they create? Especially when you get a child at a young age. If you're, if, if you're going to have a trans child, that child will never be able to reproduce. Bingo. If, if you're going to have a, 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 a son that is... Uh, going to marry another man or a daughter that's going to marry another woman, all of a sudden you start... You start knocking out population. And so really what, what she is talking about is depopulation. And people don't realize this is happening also. Uh, I, I fear for our kids because they're really under attack right now. Uh, how, how do you make a child, you know, a, a Democrat or a Republican? You start at an early age. You start in school.
And that's what they're doing. Exactly. 100%. And see, that's what, and that's actually what's so satanic about it is they don't just outrightly present it to you like, oh, this is Democrat Party propaganda. Oh, you're, you're for love. You're for LGBTQ rights. You're for inclusion. You're for diversity. You're for Black Lives Matter. So they dress it up with all these bells and whistles, but really it's just Democrat Party propaganda. Well, I mean, you have head Satanists coming out and saying that this is all what we're for, and it's all the same stuff. They put, uh, yeah. up a, they put up a Baphomet statue in the Iowa Capitol and then got mad because a guy t tore it down. Yeah, well, and they're tearing down statues all over the yeah. country, right? Yeah. So, hey, you know, they still, what do they tear down? A hundred, so th this guy gets one, so. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to probably maybe spend a long time in jail, hopefully not. Well, the, the right. one guy I was telling you about in the, in the church with the, the bingo, he got beat up, right? And guess who went to jail? He did. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. You stop a crime from happening. You're the criminal. That's that's the new way. Pastor Michael Petro, where is the best place for people to uh, follow your work with your church? Uh, you can get with us at uh, voh.church, Michael, Michael Joe Petro, uh, dot com. Uh Yeah, get on our site and, and get a hold of us and, uh, and, and come and see us. It's nice to have a pastor telling it like it is. We need more of them out there. And boy, oh boy, does Houston need help. My God, Houston needs help. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that does it for today's edition of the InfoWars War Room. We're going to take a 21-hour break. We're going to do it all again tomorrow. We will see you then. Nice. People ask me all the time, why do your supplements work so well? Because we go out and find out what's already the best sellers nationwide and worldwide. Then we go to the top companies that produce them and we private label already existing best-selling products. And in most cases, we ask them to make it even stronger, even better, because we want it to work for you. We want you to love it. We want you to come back and get more of it. We treat you like we want to be treated. Plus, that's just good business. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you we have the strongest turmeric formula out there, bar none. We went to multiple top suppliers in the country about five years ago now and said what is the strongest curcuminoid or concentrate of turmeric you put out they said it's 75 85 percent but most people only go with five percent that's raw turmeric we said what's the strongest you can do 95 percent we have the strongest turmeric on the market at 95 percent with a bunch of other natural ingredients that supercharge it for your inflammation for your joints, for your bones, for your brain, for your heart, for your kidneys, for your liver, for all your organs, for everything. This is such an incredible product. It's Body's ultimate turmeric formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. That's the concentrate of turmeric. Ladies and gentlemen, Body's is an incredible product. And when you get it, it funds the info war, which is a 360 win. Why are some of you shopping with the big box stores and the establishment, who have some great supplements, by the way, and some crap ones? Why aren't you shopping with the good guys at InfoWarsStore.com? I want to thank all of you that do shop at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to encourage all the other great listeners and viewers, people watching us on X and you name it, to please go to InfoWarsStore.com and check out these amazing products like Bodies, Ultimate Turmeric Formula, and I know you're going to love it and become a repeat customer that allows us to stay on the air and expand in the face of the tyrants. So get your Bodies, Ultimate Turmeric Formula now with 95% humanoid at InfoWarsStore.com.